And I'll be sitting there and I'll think, now what can I do with this? And then I suddenly twig, hang on a minute, I can do this with this and that with that. And that's, even at home, if I have a product, I can create by putting two or three things together and just adding an ingredient and voila. This is The Producers. I'm Danny Vallant. Amelia Prendergast is known as the Queen of Conserves. Under her, the saucy Australian brand, she produces and sells a vast range of 54 condiments from the familiar, tomato sauce, apple sauce, to the quirky. One is called sweet serendipity, another is a crustacean dressing. No matter what, they all have Amelia's secret ingredient. I wonder if she'll tell us what it is. I am Amelia Prendergast from Amelia's The Saucy Australian and we're lo- located in historical Kyneton, which has become a real foodie hub. We've been in the area for nearly 25 years and we've grown with the town. So we're quite unique in everything we do. Um, This is the second National Australian Fine Food Award I've won. And um, I'm now up to 25 medals, half of which are all gold for our products. And we pride ourselves in the fact that we're not in Coles and Woolworths. We're literally, um, Danny, behind all small business Australia-wide. My husband and I spent five years on the road getting to know our clientele on a personal basis, which we did, and we have nearly 2,000 outlets Australia-wide. We make a unique array of all-natural condiments, um, sauces, relishes and chutneys, and um, we're Australia's number one pickle onion producer. All our onions um, and fruit and veg that I used is sourced locally, so it's all Australian, even as far as our chilies go. I only buy my chilies from Oz Chili up in Bundaberg, um, and they're quite unique. And as I say, every every ingredient that goes into our the making of our sauces and relishes is um, first grade, and. Um, we don't use anything with blemishes or um, fruit that's slightly of age or that. Everything we use is totally fresh and natural. And we've got the finest of vinegars and oils that we use in all our cooking. My main secret ingredient, go, and I can't mention that, does go into all our products. And it's, it's quite unique. I've been able to create something that I know no one else is doing and it's quite unique in flavour. Um, we've just won gold for the second time running for our beautiful Epicurean salad, which is made with a collation of um, 18 vegetables, which I'm able to put into the finest of oils and vinegars after sort of blanching them for a short time. And they literally remain crisp until the end of the jar, and, and so do our pickled onions. So we take great pride in that we've been able to perfect a process where it stays appealing to the customer at all times. Amelia and her husband Ron lost everything in the 1995 recession and it was from rock bottom that their condiments business began. How did adversity spur her to creation? I grew up in uh, Sydney. Um, I was born in Australia but my parents are of European European heritage. and I always turned to cooking. I loved cooking, but it's only I only hit the marks 
um, back in 1995 when uh, we went through the recession that we had to have and my husband and I lost everything that we'd worked all our lives for. So it was very hard to go back to basics after such a long time of prosperity. And we literally started this off through adversity. And I literally did start it off in the uh, uh, garage in the kitchen. And we had some difficult times. And um, But I feel now that we're prospering and we've prospered to come 25 years down the track and be a success story as I, I think we are. And... Um, but more importantly than that, to have stayed together for so many years. I mean, Ron and I have been married 57 years and we've worked together through all those years to achieve what we've done with Amelia's. And I think that's why, look, we're flourishing at the moment. We're very fortunate. We're busy. And the reason I feel we're busy is because people are now taking um, – cooking back to basics. They're all cooking at home again, um, cooking around the family table because in this economic climate, they just haven't got the money that they once had where they can go out and have a splurge. So I think because all of our suppliers carry my products, they in turn sell their meat, their fruit, their vegetables. Hence, we combine a beautiful act because at the end of the day, it's back to basics and everybody's cooking at home and doing it really well. And I think that's going to go on, Danny and Rob, for quite a while until things settle and I can't see them settling for a wee while yet. When launching a business, many people would start with a familiar item, something people could latch onto straight away. Not Amelia. She talks about the creative process and how she got started. The first product I ever made was um, an, our gold medal winner, which was Sweet Serendipity. Now, um, serendipitous, you, you would know, um, is something you fall on by chance. And it was just something that I had tried and I thought, look, I can master this. I can make this better than what I'm tasting. And hence, Sweet Serendipity was born. Sweet Serendipity is um, honey. I've made it with honey, raspberry, dates and um, a hint of soy, but it's a really beautiful sweet, like a sweet chili sauce, but it's very authentic because when you try it, it's got, it's totally natural, totally natural. And every product I make is gluten-free, including our pickled onions and our Worcestershire sauce. And I think once you tried Sweet Serendipity, it's versati versatility is amazing because you can use it in stir fries, you can use it in casseroles, you can use it as a barbecue, you can use it as a marinade. Its uses are huge. So it's really, it's really quite a very, very versatile sauce. We used to do a lot of um, shows and things like that. And a friend of mine entered Sweet Serendipity in um, a fine food award and that took out gold five years in a row. And after that, because having gone broke, we had to sell everything we literally owned and um, we went into a cafe and in the cafe I started making all the other different relishes and that and um, pickled onions. And my husband said to me, look, we can't do both. Are you going to keep doing this or are you going to stay in the cafe and restaurant game? So hence we sold the restaurant and we bought a place in Kyneton 
and Amelia's grew from there. And uh, I started with one product and I'm up to 54 now. And yes, I have got a couple in the pipeline, but I'm getting to the stage of my life now, my darlings, where I think 75, it's time to think about putting up the uh, the gold trophies and trying to enjoy some life and thinking of perhaps smelling the roses, not pushing up bloody daisies. Australia is a big country, but Amelia was determined to meet all her customers personally. So began six years of road trips, introducing her business to people in all corners of the continent with quite a few adventures and mishaps along the way. What we do, what we'd do, we'd come home or rather go into Kyneton, we'd do three weeks of prep so we'd have enough stock for the van, then we'd drive off with the van absolutely chock-a-block, we'd get to say Sydney, we'd have contacts all the way up, we'd see all our customers on the way up, then we would be um, completely empty, then we'd pick up another load which would have been sent pallet load to uh, a railway depot in Sydney, we'd pick that up and then on to the next journey up to Queensland. And from Queensland, we'd go to Mount Isa and from Mount Isa, we'd go to Darwin. And hence, we did that for five years to get our products out there. Danny, we broke down um, 67 Ks out of Julia Creek. Now, I don't know if you know where Julia Creek is, but it's literally da-dum-da-dum-da-dum-nowhere. And um, an amazing little place, but it's in the outback. And we had no reception. And in those days, the phones were very, very remote. And I remember Ron having to get on top of the van to try and get a signal to get um, the RACV, or I don't know what they call it out in Julia Creek, but to get someone out to help us because we'd broken down. So there were many a times. There were times when we, you know, blew tyres out and we couldn't get tyres and we had to limp into different towns and that and, you know, have to stay there. And there were days when we were driving around. Mind you, we'd see six to seven people on the one day and from there, I'd say to Ron, right, where are we staying tonight? He said, well, you better try and book in somewhere. So anyway, lo and behold, I say, right, well, we're in, um, we're on our way to Longreach. So I'll book into Longreach. We'd get to Longreach, no accommodation. Seven o'clock at night, kangaroos everywhere. Us very, very tired because you've been on the road 12 hours. Then on to the next town and you'd be so pooped. You'd get in the town, you'd be back up at six o'clock, back on the road and head off to the next town. And that's what we re we really did for six years. Um, there were days when you'd want to give in and you'd want to give up, but you knew that you couldn't because it's just not in you. And hence, I think it's made us stronger, both myself and Ron. And, um, and we're very proud of what we've achieved and prouder still of the fact that I know all my customers on a personal level, level and I've gone through such times with them and they with me when you'd call them and you'd say, how are you, Bob, how are you going? And you'd sort of become intimate with them in conversation where they say, well, look, I'm having an absolutely crap of a week or something, you know, and uh, I'm having a really bad day. And you'd sort of, you learn to console people, you know, because, and you learn about people, you learn that a lot of them are having a very, very hard time, and especially now in this economic climate. And that's why I say 
we've united with our um, customer base where we've been able to create that inner sanctum where people can now start to think about basics, can now go back to the home kitchen and, you know, start start to cook the old-fashioned way. You know, when money was remote, where money was so scarce, but we all made it happen, didn't we? Whereas today, it's just so easy to go and spend 50 60 $70 on Maccas and think you're getting a fine meal. Well, I've got news for you. That's not a fine meal when it costs it costs so much less to create something beautiful at home if you have the right ingredients and the right condiments and the heart for it, the feel for it. From humble beginnings in a home garage, Amelia's is now run out of a modern factory. Who works there and what part do they play in Amelia's success? I have a beautiful factory, as I said, in um, Kyneton. Um, we employ... Um, five members of beautiful staff and myself and Ron and uh, we have a, a very happy environment as far as the workers go. I treat all my staff as, as if I would like myself to be treated. Um, I'm probably a bit over the top with lovey-dovey and all the rest of it but that's just me and I can't change. Um, I'm very warm to them and we've got a great business uh, going. We sort of work together. If something has to be got out urgently, we all, we all get in and get it out. And, um, you know, we we make things happen. And, you know, some days we're cooking five, six things at once, you know, and another day we'll be doing um, a vast array of all our mayonnaise-based products, which are all made from pasteurised free-range eggs, so there's never a chance of salmonella. And, you know, we might do um, a tartare, a crustacean dressing, a, you know, aiolis and things like that, and they all go out within a few days. And, um, and customers love that because we've got a really big database of seafood outlets and that works really well for us, you know. And as I say, we, we're up as far as, you know, the top end of Cooktown, across to Darwin, all the way down to Perth. We're in Broome, we're in Cunanara, we're in, you know, as I said, Longreach, Mount Isa, um, Tassie, everywhere. And uh, it's it's been a fruitful journey. It's been a very successful journey. Amelia has been named Champion Victorian Preserve Producer in the Melbourne Royal Australian Food Awards. What part have shows, medals and awards played in the business's journey? It has been an important part of the journey. Like um, most of the products, um, to have entered, I think I entered nine exhibits and the whole nine won medals, which was awesome. Um, and that was a very important part because it gave me the um, feel to know that we've succeeded and to be recognised was even more enormous because uh, people came to us and said, I can't believe you've won this many medals. Having entered them, um, I was reluctant because I thought, oh, no, you know, more headaches and I've got to write everything up, I've got to create and I'll send you and Rob a couple of things I've created and especially the ones that have won the gold medals. And look, you know, that takes time. You've got to sit down and I'm trying to run a business in one sense of the word and run after the staff and work out what has to be done tomorrow and work out what has to be dispatched at the same time I'm creating. So, you know, it has been a hectic journey. 
Straightened economic times mean more home cooking, and that means an interest in jazzing up meals with condiments. Which products does Amelia believe are some of her big winners? Well, I tell you what, our harissa, um, everybody that buys it just can't get over the flavour of it. And they ring me and they just say, listen, we don't know what you've done with this, but this is the best harissa we've ever had in the whole of Australia. And I take that as a compliment. Then I created the Taste of Mexico just recently. And the feedback I've got from that was enormous. And that was only sitting down um, after, because I, I am an excellent cook and I make beautiful dumplings. So I made these dumplings and I thought, well, hang on a minute, what are you going to have with them? So I created this sauce, this taste of Mexico. And it's absolutely something to live for. I'm not going to say die for because it's really nice. So it's to live for. And that's an absolutely beautiful product, along with my French orange dressing, which Rob has also got a, a hint of Asian and a hint of French. And the flavours, once you've tried them, you can literally taste what I'm talking about. They're awesome. It's essential because it doesn't matter what you add it to, you can enhance the flavour of what you're going to have it with. So, so if you're having a piece of steak and you use a bit of Amelia's Outback barbecue sauce with it, it just gives you that beautiful finished flavour and the same, say you're having friends over for a barbecue and you want to have some ribs and wings and, you know, some beautiful American ribs. Well, you use the sweet serendipity and honestly, it's a talking factor. People will say, where did you get it? What is this? And I think if they can say that and enjoy what they're having with it, well, then you're halfway there. Okay, that secret ingredient. I really want to know. It's time to find out if Amelia is ready to spill the beans. I'll tell you, I'll tell you the truth. Back in the days of old, they all used to use an easy sauce, right? Now, if you know anything about easy sauce, you'll know that it has different um, products in it that aren't healthy um, and some nasties. To a degree. So even though old grannies used to make their tomato sauces and relishes with the easy sauce, I thought, no, if I'm going to go totally natural, I'm going to create something that's going to have that effect and have have my products up there, right on the stand with just the best flavours. And that's when I've created this ingredient and through hard work, and this particular ingredient, as I said to you earlier in our conversation, is literally in everything I make. And it's awesome. It's, it's awesome. It's natural. Um, you get a flavour that you can't find anywhere else. And I think that's what, that's what makes for Amelia's. Who's going to be the next Amelia? Amelia and Ron are ready to take a step back but not until they found a worthy and energised successor. I think I'm, I'm at a stage of my life now where, um, as I said, it, it would be nice for Amelia's to go on to um, someone that would love it as much as what we have and so that perhaps Ron and I could take a step back and know that it's in very firm hands and going to pro prosper for their ever after. Um, I look forward to that day. I look forward to that day, Danny, very much when I can perhaps hand over the reins to someone that may love it as much as what we do. There's the awards, the sales, the loyal customers, the compliments. 
not to mention the personal journey. What is Amelia most proud of when she reflects? I probably am not as proud as what I should be. I don't pat myself on the back probably enough. Um, But yes, when I speak to somebody like you, yes, I'm really proud because to have come from nowhere, um, to have been as broke as what we were, I mean, we lost $5 million overnight. And to have to start again, it was the hardest and most bitter pill that I've ever swallowed in my whole life. And to have come to this stage of our lives where we've now created something so extremely good, popular and prosperous, yeah, you're right, we deserve a pat on the back. Through a combination of tenacity, talent, inspiration and necessity, Amelia Prendergast is happy to consider herself a success. Now 75, she's looking back on a life of hard work and satisfaction. It's been quite a journey, fruitful, but also fraught at times. Amelia is happy to look forward to the next stage of smelling the roses. This is The Producers, a Deep in the Weeds production. I'm Danny Vallant. Stay tuned as we talk to some of Australia's best farmers, makers and growers. Follow us on Instagram at Producers Podcast or contact us via deepintheweeds.com.au.